Hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at. I know I'm in an alleyway. I know. I know how I look. But I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers. That's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. You hear that, Will? It's the dulcet sounds of Segment City starting up. It's a, it's a calm beach vibes. Beach vibes only. It's, oh, oh, God. It's a beaching whale? It's a beaching whale? Maybe? Do you remember the THX intro? Oh, yeah. I remember the THX intro, sure. And it, how it blows your fucking eardrums out. How and you're go- like, no, 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 no. How you're trying to like watch a normal movie and you're like, shit, the volume's way too high. I got, I got, someone, where's the remote? Where's, it's the very first thing. So you have no ability yes. to control the volume because you don't know where the remote, remote is. Yes. Let's set the scene. What happened your to parent- THX? I don't know. I Well, everybody has good sur- surround sound. I don't think they kept up in the surround sound game. We could look this up right now. This could be the opening is us looking up. Instead, let's hey, wildly hypothesize. What the heck happened to THX? To what happened THX? there? THX. THX, where did you go? AVS <laughs> a- a- forum. Uh, this is just a forum. I think the fact that most <laughs> Atmos type upfiring speakers need. Okay. Th- this is. Oh, God. This is a. I think this, this is a well <laughs> this, you don't want to go down. This is a well, okay, people are actually giving responses. I think this is a forum specifically for surround sound, so this is a a hard one. This is just one of those things when our generation has kids and we go, people are like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, oh, my dad does these weird noises. He claims it was a company back when he was a kid, but I have no reason to believe that that's true because I've never once seen it. For, for this people might not even know yeah so uh, it's basically like t-checks surround sound was a thing that was like a big feature for some movies in the 80s and 90s and so they would start the movie with just like they, they would show just, you that you have surround sound by blasting you in the, <laughs> in the fucking face with surround yeah, sound exactly exactly yeah um it was and an apparently audio check. people basically said that speakers got better and they didn't add for any reason to have hmm. THX anymore, which is like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, well, THX welcome. can come to Segment City where it's a safe haven for uh, for failed businesses and, uh, frankly, just bad ideas. It's a great it's a great place if you're, you have a bad idea, come to Segment City. You did this, the transition into I, the opening. Did, welcome to it. Segment City, everybody. This is a podcast in which Theo and I present segments each week. Some are new. Some are reoccurring. Mm-hmm. They're on a variety of subjects. Sometimes it's history. Sometimes it's internet stuff. Sometimes fan fictions, it's eBay. fashion. Sometimes it's, it's probably not fashion. Sometimes it's visual. It's good eating and wine culture. Mm. Yeah, wine culture is a big one. Wine culture is a times. big one. Um, sometimes it's your daily cocktail recipe. And in the morning, you better get prepared because you're going to be drinking it by 10 a.m. Segment City. My name's Will Kane, cocktail enthusiast extraordinaire. And I'm Theo Sapakos, and I only ride horses now. 
Why do they ride horses? Okay. That's a bold. Is that one of Theo's new rules for the new year? Horses I'm only. only gonna ride. Listen, I gotta clean up a lot of shit in my <laughs> day. There's there a lot of stuff many, I gotta do. Many job openings for horse poop cleaner upper around here because I'm not doing it. That, can you like? I, I know horses like poop in their stalls and stuff. You gotta clean it out. Can you like train a horse to be like? Litter can, box trained. Can you I litter don't know box what... train a horse? Because this those not... stupid frontiersmen were parking them in their house and saying, "Shit, <laughs> wherever doesn't matter to me. I'll deal with it tomorrow." Randy, you tracked in mud. You also tracked in a horse again. <laughs> I told you, leave that boy outside where the bathroom and nature is. He likes being in here. He said he had to go to the bathroom. Hey, so he's told me he's an indoor outdoor horse. He's. I gotta do it. He's. He's. Listen. He's my ride. Literally. He's, he's my ride. He said he'd give me a ride. He said he would give me a ride. All he asked that for is, was a couple of oats. I figured we had some. Yep. That is not Will's stupid thought about <laughs> fucking horses. <laughs> Will's stupid thought for this week: being muscular is being aesthetically lumpy. Aesthetically lumpy. Hmm. Aesthetically heard- lumpy. I've heard muscular people called cloud people. Yes, that's when they reach a certain point of... They become a cloud. You've gone beyond sculpted into your body looks lumpy to the point of flotation in the sky. Uh, Yeah. A a cumulus sort of... I don't know cloud. I don't know what clouds (laughs) are. No, you got it. That was cumulus. All right. That's what you look like. You look like uh, you might ruin someone's day with a little rainfall. Can we just agree... Okay, th- this is a this is a point that I'm going to make. After there's a certain level, there's a a a line that once you cross it, you cross from like, ooh, he's looking good mm-hmm. to ooh, he's looking weird. He's looking weird. Like like we'd all prefer it if you put your shirt back on because you look strange. You look I think when you can like see way too many veins I think that there's also seems to be a relationship between the more muscular a guy gets, the less clothing he wears. And so like, <laughs> yep. so like there is a really nice point where there's a muscular man and he's wearing just enough clothing to show you that he's muscular. Get it? Mm, yeah. But then he gets more muscular and he starts wearing thinner straps on the tank top. Then he they gets get, more muscular. Then he gets more muscular and the clothes start to get more and more skimpy to the point where... The weirder he looks, the more he wants to show you that he's weird looking. The the straps, like you said, on the tank the top spaghetti get thinner. Straps. And and the armholes get wider get and longer. Taller. They get longer. <laughs> so you could see it's like he's wearing a weird three musketeers, like that weird poncho thing. So here's my here's my theory is that they a man only has one tank top that he wears to the gym. And this this cloud boy has been wearing uh-huh. this one for so long that it's starting to lose its tank top form and just become tattered rags. And that's yes. why the holes in the arms are so big because he only has the one. Yeah. He's gotten too big for he's his gotten going good. Too big. Or 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 he's fucking full of himself. He's a piece of shit he's and wants to show of off his shit. ass. But people get like once you because I I used to go to the gym. Remember the gym? What a nice time that I, was. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't miss the gym at all. 
I miss uh I had to buy more weights in order to like get because I, I think I told you this. I had two fifteen pound weights, I had one thirty pound weight. Mm-hmm. And so I I've been using them for like most of quarantine. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting up to cause you can only increase weight or reps. Right. I was getting up to fucking sixty reps. Yeah, you were like cranking it with those little weights. I'm and you're fucking like... cranking it. I'm like, <laughs> I need I need to up the weight or else I'm gonna like cause I'm, I'm gonna... taking hours right. on this. <laughs> right. So I did that and now I'm much happier. Yes. And now it's like I have less incentive to go back because that's one of the big things. It's like you got all the dumbbells there. It goes up to like a hundred pounds. What the shit? Um and so it's like, okay, that's that used to be the good thing. They have a, a good variety of things, but you have to deal with the people. The not be not having the gym to go to has really showed me that the gym is quite a process. You know, you gotta you gotta yeah. dr- you gotta drive there. You got to have yep. a change of clothes. You have to go to a public like changing room. You have to be comfortable yeah. changing in that public changing room. Then you got to get out onto the main floor of the gym where you have to yeah. navigate the social awkwardness of everyone's wearing headphones. And if you need a piece of equipment, you have to get their attention and interrupt their headphone experience. So you have to really like make a big scene about like waving yeah. or shouting like, excuse me, um, if you need to do that. More often than not, if someone's using your piece of equipment, you just find a whole new workout that you've never done before because you'd rather find a whole new fitness regimen than interact with one person. Socialize. Than socialize. And then and then you have to go on the machines. You gotta actually exercise. This is what you're here for. This is what you're here for. You get your you get your time on the machines, you're doing whatever. Then you gotta wipe it down. Then you gotta decide, am I showering in this public place or am I going home sweaty? If you're going home sweaty, you're going to be stinky and sweaty. But honestly, yeah. that's my preferred option to showering in, in the place. I'd rather go home Me and too. be smelly. And did I mention that you pay for this experience? You pay yeah. a lot of money for this for this privilege. And if you try to cancel it, they'll give you the fucking runaround. They'll give you the runaround. Hey, you got to come in during a pandemic and talk to a manager. And then they'll just go, yeah, nah. we canceled yeah, we, it. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then you go, you're like... Did you? But Was did it that you? easy? Can you can you lie to me? You go to the legally? front desk. You go to the front desk, and you'd say, "I'd like to cancel." And without yeah. making moving a single muscle, they look you dead in the eye and say, "We've canceled it." And you're like, "Yeah, exactly." Have you? Because you didn't move. You didn't do anything. I see the keyboard in no, front no, of you. No, you haven't no, pressed no, anything. No. You're good. And and they're you're like, good. "I made a mental note. I'll do it at the end of the day." And you're like, "They will not." Fuck you. Fuck you. I had so many awkward interactions in the gym. I once had a guy who left a bag next to uh like there's only two squat racks mm-hmm. and he left it there i look i stared at it he was gone for like 10 15 minutes i'm like yeah he's fucking he's, he's legally given up that machine um i go i start on on like i start putting my on. Yeah, he sure. come back he starts yelling at me like what the fuck dude and i'm like you were gone yeah i was like you weren't here you weren't he's here like, you have no bag right. was here and I didn't want to get into a thing, so I just basically was like, blew him off, and I was like, "Fuck you!" Like, because I was the one justified, and he stared at me like I was an asshole. It's like you cannot go put your bag by a thing, take a Le- shit. You can't and then- leave for fifteen minutes. Go. You can't watch a full sitcom episode twenty two minutes and come back and come back. It's you can't and then, do it. And then what's worse is when people ask you to spot them. Oh, spot and me, you're bro. Like, and it's like tons of weight. And you're like, dude, I don't know if I can help. Listen, like, if you're going to drop this, it's not on me. All right. And then they start talking to you. And people at the gym, let's be honest. People at the gym are not usually the the cream of the mental crop. 
They are the I cream don't... of the physical crop. Yeah. They are not the cream of the mental crop. Like you get guy. There, there's a guy who asked me to spot him, and then he was like, "Yeah, he just started rambling about bullshit." He's like, "Yeah, all these bitches trying to fuck me, you know, but I'm mm-hmm. I don't want to be locked yeah, down." Yeah, he doesn't want to be locked down. Exactly. Man. He was this tiny short like jack dude he's like yeah i don't want to get locked down you know and <laughs> and this guy he's like he's, he's taking pills that i know and i'm just like what the fuck is happening? what is wrong with this guy help, help me <laughs> get me help. out of here so yeah not having the gym as an option has really shown me that the the fitness solution is just to work out at home yes. and never go to the gym ever again think Here's, about if you pay if you pay 50 dollars a month for a gym which is like not yeah. insanity like Within, if you paid two hundred dollars for exercise equipment, that's four months of gym. Like yeah. in four months, you'll have like broken even, and any time after that, you won't be paying for it anymore. Here's Will Kane's quarantine workout advice: mm-hmm. You don't even need to get. It is great to get uh, the adjustable like barbells. I have one that converts into a, a barbell. It's cool. like dumbbells that you can convert. It's like great. Um, you don't even need that. Push ups. Push ups. Squats. Mm-hmm. Um. Like body weight exercises Sit-ups, can get you planks. really far. Yeah. yeah. So f- there's tons of free apps. I've been using them that I, cause I like the timer part of it. Not necessarily like the exercises. I'm like, I just kind of pick whichever one. I'm like, this sure. looks fine. Right. You're like, I want to um, exercise for 35 minutes. Okay. I'll do this one. Yeah. Right, yeah and yeah. then I, cause I usually spend a little too much time in the in between and it's like, you get 10 seconds and I'm right, like, oh, exactly. okay. It motivates you. It's like, we're moving on. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess we got to do that. Um, my mom got a bike, mm-hmm. like an indoor bike. That's great. Wonderful. Love it. Wonderful. You can go out running. Not now outside. in winter, but like you can go outside. That's my Wilkins at home. There's so many things that you can do. You don't even need to like go hours and hours. You just do a quick like 30 minutes. That's better. A little bit, ex- a little bit of exercise is always better than not as much exercise. That that's, is my That's thing. life. Pro- that's actually, that's. The first genuinely good advice we've ever given. Episode 82, Market. The first yeah. time we've given the actually good time. advice ever. It took us like... It took us a long time to get there, huh? It took us like... It took us a way long time. Yeah. It's, good job, us. Well, now let's move on to Theo's segment. All right. Well, I've got a proposition for a million dollars here. Oh, okay. You get a million dollars, but mm-hmm. for the rest of your life... That's a long time. <laughs> any substance that exits your body you no. must refer to as will sauce <laughs> no. wait oh wait oh <laughs> shit it doesn't oh, matter man. what the substance is it's all will sauce it's all will sauce i think that i don't know whether it's worse at the beginning mm-hmm. of when i start saying it right. or later on because if I start saying, hey, that's some Will sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's a funny goof, like one-off goof, Will. Oh, that's some Will sauce. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, it's not, like, as, not as good the second you're time. You're out with some friends at the movies, and you got to get up before the movie starts, and you say, I got to go make some Will sauce. I got to go like, make some Will people, sauce. People are like, all right. Oh, wait. Wait, what? <laughs> sorry. Sorry, what? Yeah, I got to go. So it's like, it could be, or people are like, don't say that. And then I keep saying that. Then maybe it becomes my thing. Then maybe it becomes mm-hmm. an inside joke because some things get funnier over time. I have right. a friend. People would be like, "He really committed." We didn't like the bit at first, but he's really committed. He to keeps it. doing it, and it gets funnier. Yeah, right. Like I have a friend that we've been playing a game called Pummel Party, which is basically janky bad Mario Party, but 
but you can play online multiplayer. Like somebody just made Mario Party again, and they're like, "We it's it's bad, but it's funny." But it's multiplayer it. now. And he keeps whenever I play with them, he'll at least once a game go. I fought, I lost, and now I rest. Because <laughs> you could get killed in that game too, so he'll just like do it. Great timing, and every time it gets me, and it, it gets, gets funnier. funnier. It gets funnier every time because you could add things to it. There's great stuff you can do that. Like I don't know all that much I could do to Will Sauce. <laughs> I'm, you know, one thing I, I I have to mention here is the medical angle here. If you go to see the doctor and you're like, "Doctor, my Will Sauce is red," and they're like, "You're gonna have to be more specific, son." <laughs> Listen, it's coming out real weird. It's weird really looking. weird. It's coming out of the wrong hole. They're they're, they're getting like the context. They're like. I'm like, it's real chunky. And they're like, it's down to vomit or poop. <laughs> and if it's any of the other ones. Hopefully not pee. Right. If it's any of the other ones, we're having a serious problem. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So anything that comes out of me. Correct. Sneeze. Sorry. A little bit of will juice came out. Yeah, will sauce came out right there. I, I drool a little bit. In the, oh, That's man, will, sauce. will sauce. That's yeah. will sauce. <laughs> That's will I'm, sauce. It's a lot of will sauce. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're getting your blood drawn for for whatever, and they're taking a pint of your will sauce. They're t- <laughs> <laughs> he demanded that we label it <laughs> will sauce. We really tried to keep it anonymous, but he insisted we write will sauce on the packaging. He he insisted. I do- oh fuck. Um, I'm gonna say okay for me personally. Mm-hmm. I think I could make this work. You I think, think this kind of fits into. I think you would agree this a little bit fits into. This could my be a thing. Of, you, yeah, right, right, right. This, this could be something that's not it. off-brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a million dollars just for referring to my my dookies as I can't call them dookies <laughs> anymore. <laughs> you can't, you I mean, can't that, call them dookies. There, other, other people, other people's are dookies, sure, but yours are not. Wait, what about farts? Is there liquid? Is there substance there? <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> is there matter? Is there matter there coming out? <laughs> oh, I hope there's not a little bit of will sauce in there. Oh God. What about you? I I'm gonna do it. What about you? Theo sauce. Theo sauce. That's oh. it. It doesn't roll off the tongue as well as will sauce. Will sauce is a nice concise two syllables. Will sauce. Yeah. Will Theo sauce. sauce is Theo sauce is a little too. It's a little cumbersome it's a, to it's say. It's a little, yeah, it's a little cumbersome. I think, I mean, it's a mil, it's a million dollars, right? It's like, a million dollars, right? For what is essentially a semantic issue here, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's not functionally getting in the way of anything. You're just gonna comp- have to be more specific when you talk about certain things about with Theo sauce. Yeah, Theo sauce, right, right, right. It's right. more about a lot. It's let's be honest it's more about us being pains in the ass to everybody around us right you could yeah i mean you could get away with like not telling people that this is a hard and fast rule and people are like he's so quirky he's so weird he does that like i guess it would probably for your loved ones it would probably boil down to be super obnoxious like super annoying but also i'm like spent i'm getting them gifts you're getting them gifts you got a million dollars I'm getting an embroidered, embroidered toilet seat that says Will Sauce <laughs> Entry Zone. Welcome to the Sauce Zone. <laughs> Welcome to Flavor Town. Oh God. Oh, I think I think I would do it for a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh God. It would just now, be just be so. It would just be so awkward. It You'd, would. I mean, it would only be awkward for like the first like year, right? And then it would just be like, all right, this is what I do. Yeah. This is it. Oh, well. I think I would do it. All right. Good for that hard, 
that cash that means that I can maybe get my screenplay produced. Oh, Now we're moving on to my segment where Theo and I are going to play an improv game called Pitch Storm. Pitch, please. Pitch Storm, where basically Theo and I get to choose uh, one of three either characters or plots. Theo's going to choose characters. I'm going to choose from plots. And then a random either character or plot is selected, and we must create a pitch for the other person. But the the twist is... The other person is the the executive, and they get to throw out a note mm. at any point to try to throw you off. Mm. So we've played this game before. I forget what pitches we came up with, but I, I don't remember. It was long enough ago that I don't remember. Yeah, um, I think I'll I'll pitch to you first, just so you get a hang of it. Sure, I, I remember the rules. So, in, I'm gonna choose. Uh, I have plot right. So, okay. the three plots that I have competes in a deadly underground martial arts tournament okay steals from the rich and gives to the poor and becomes a local legend some robin hood stuff Mm -hmm. must protect their small village from a horde of bandits okay i'm gonna say competes in a deadly underground tournament okay because i think that's fun in the character is a huge jock that just wants to be a ballerina (laughs) he doesn't want to fight he doesn't want to fight Okay, so I'm going to hold up some notes for you. Okay. Um, I don't know. Actually, I might just want to read them to you. Okay. Uh, we want this movie to be super smart. So, like, add some math or something. <laughs> okay. This is cool, but it seems a little unrealistic. How can we keep it grounded? Okay, right, right, right. What if the main character could talk to animals, mm. but has to keep it a secret? <laughs> So I will I will if you need any reminders I can hold up the cards to you but I'm going to start with my pitch. Okay. Uh hi, my name's Will and I'm I'm ready to pitch. I've been waiting for this my entire life to let's, pitch to you, Mr. Mr. Sapacos. So uh, so there's this guy, right? And his name is is Todd. And he's he's captain of the football team. He's he's doing real great on the football team, but he has a secret passion. Mm. He wants to be a ballerina, and mm. that's what he is at heart. He's a ballerina. He wants to skip and dance, but his father is forceful, and uh, he's his father's an ex marine. His son's not going to be a little a little sissy. He's gonna he's gonna be a good football player. Mm-hmm. But trouble arrives when ninjas come and take his oh. father away uh-huh. um, because he owes them a debt. And so the only way to get his father back is to compete in a deadly tournament. But this goes against his ballerina training. He wants to be peaceful. He just wants to make art. But the violence of his football training leads him to this underground tournament where his signature move is tackling people into the spike fences. <laughs> the spike fences. Well, yeah. That's how I, he starts. You know, it sounds promising, but we'd really like for our next project to be um, something centered around animals. And, and we, we need to find a way to get <laughs> to get some animals in there because we need a wider audience. And um, we've our market studies show that animals really draw in kind of a diverse crowd. So... How about something along the lines of him being able to speak to animals? Um, how would that play out? But uh, and and probably he'd have to keep it a secret, right? Because uh, yeah, not a usual talent. 
Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he, he, uh, he has a moment where he's in the tournament. He's been tackling people a lot and he goes, he goes, he goes to the local zoo and he's like doing okay, but he's getting real beat up from this. This is a violent way to do it. And he goes to the local zoo and he, um, talks to, he, he, a swan comes up to him Mm. and says like, what's wrong fella? And he's like, what and he learns that he can talk to animals and he has a moment where he talks to to the swan and they're like you're graceful you can be graceful if you want in order to get your father back and he talks to like a gorilla who's like hey violence is overrated you don't need to do this Mm -hmm. and so that's the turning point for him when he starts using his ballerina skills to kick some fucking ass he starts doing some pirouettes and knocking these dudes out (laughs) until he wins the tournament and also wins the heart of the audience and they decide to nix the entire tournament and makes it a dance competition. Wow. Quite the character progression. Powerful. Powerful stuff. You know, powerful. And that's my pitch. We're going to have to green light this one. I think I have to take it back to the boys, but you've got my vote. Uh, and, um, I hope we can see Todd on the big screen in no time. Todd. All right. Classic Todd. All right. So that is my pitch. Now for Theo's pitch, you have the choice of uh, three characters. Okay. An old fisherman alone at sea. Okay. A group of girls out for the best spring break ever. Mm-hmm. A tribe of cavemen hunting for food. Okay. And those are your three characters. You don't know what the plot is yet. I'm going to go with the group of girls that's going to have the best spring break ever. All that... right. Best spring break. Best spring break the plot is battles corruption in the greeting card industry. Wow. All right. I will not share with you what my notes are, by okay. the way. I think it'll be it'll be fun. All right. Well, thanks for taking the meeting today. I'm, I'm really happy to be here and looking forward to pitching. Um, let's get right to it. So the, our story begins with three girls, Brenda, Kathy, and Lisa. And these girls, they are just the most popular girls at their high school. And they, you know, mm. they work hard, but they also play hard. And um, they've decided that they're going to take a spring break that is going to just, just going to blow the socks off everybody. And they're going to have the best, best stories when they come back. And, you know, they're going to just get crazy. Mm. And so they're planning on this trip and um, everything's going to, according to plan. And they're flying down to... I don't know. Could be somewhere in Mexico, somewhere in South America, somewhere sunny. You know, we want to get these yeah. girls a lot of sun, um, yeah. somewhere really fun, the vibes. And um, yeah. when they get there, they notice that all over the place, there are these these pictures, pictures all over the, their hotel room of different places, different different greeting cards are all posted everywhere. And they they start to wonder, what's what's the deal with this? And it seems a little fishy. You know, it's like, you know, they're here to have a good time. And yet everyone's always trying to talk to them about how you know, they should really be sending cards home to their family and their loved ones while they're here, telling them how great a time they're having. Um, so Lisa ends up going on a date with a guy that she meets on the beach and it's starting to get heavy, starting to get hot. And he informs her that she... I'm going to stop you right there. Okay, sure. Yeah. This is great. I love the millionaire angle. Like this guy that's the greeting card guy. Right. What if the main character was just adopted by a sinister millionaire? 
Well, that's what I was actually so, about to say. Okay, you that's actually good. Read my I mind. So I read your mind. Yeah, yeah. So she's going on this date, and he actually reveals his true intention is not to, you know, have romantic interest with her, but he wants her to take over his greeting card empire. And he says oh. that this whole time he's been behind the 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 push behind all the locals, telling them to send greeting cards home, and that you know there's a lot of money in this, but he's he's got a disease that's going to be, you know, he's got cancer and he's going to die and. In six months and he needs someone to take over take over the family business and so lisa decides ultimately that she has to abandon her friends and become the super villain that she was really meant to be <laughs> okay so it was a weird willy wonka it was kinda. a weird willy wonka where she didn't see it coming but at the end she ends up you know sort of being a shadowy mis- mis- mysterious figures and the other two girls they never make it home sort oh, of a harrowing tale yeah you don't you don't want to should they they wow. they weren't they weren't willing to send those greeting cards home and they they suffered for it. That really took a turn. Yeah, it really took a turn. Say, really took it's a, a turn. You know, you know, we sort of got this red herring thing going on for us that I think we could really play into. Yeah, I I I think this is gonna get. I think that's a good twist. I think Ryan Johnson should produce. <laughs> yeah, or direct naturally. even, or both. Uh, why not? Why not? But I think we're gonna green light it. I love it. Thank so. you. <laughs> One of my other things was two words, laser dogs. And I was going <laughs> to do that. But then you're like, she goes on a date with a millionaire. And I'm like, I got to go with the adopted, the adopted millionaire angle. thing. That's too, like, <laughs> clearly, clearly in there. Well, that was a wonderful pitch. Th- thank you so much, Theo. And now let's thank go you, on Will. to your segment. Well, we've had conspiracy queries in the past. Oh, and you do a conspiracy query? I'm not. I'm not. Oh, okay. What I'm actually going to do is a conspiracy product. This <laughs> is a product okay. that is listed on Amazon that is primarily marketed towards people who buy into conspiracy theories. And it turns out there's a ton of these products on Amazon. There's a whole there's whole categories of them. Oh, absolutely. Alex Jones has an entire network devoted to it. That's it's how un- he gets all his money. Yeah, it's unbelievable. These boobs are out here buying... <laughs> Like all of (laughs) they're out here buying all these products. So I want to read you the description of the product. I want to read you some reviews of the product. I'm ready. I'm on board. So for today, we've got the 5G EMF radiation blocker for cell phone (laughs) tested and certified in the USA. Neutralizer shield stickers for phones, computer radiation and heat reducing blocker sticker 5G protection shielding guard. That is the name of the product. It has four out of five stars. It is prime eligible and it costs $25. And if I had to describe this thing to you, it looks like a sticker. What? No, 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 no. You don't understand. It's a magic sticker. Apparently no, I don't. Apparently I don't get it. You're, yeah, you're right. You're, no, no. Like you know how Scratch and Sniff has been uh, created by enchanters mm-hmm. uh, in order to they take a fruit and then they flatten it down into two D, right? Right. Um, and then you scratch right, right, right. it and you sniff it. I tried eating one one time. Yeah. It didn't taste good, but maybe that's part of the magic that's process. Part of the pro- yeah, it takes so out the what, it takes out the flavor, but puts in the scent. You take out. The f- you put it on and it blocks 5G and you know you can trust it because it's from Amazon, which is a real mom and pop operation. Right. Uh huh. And it was and, and it was st- and it was tested in the USA, meaning it was, yeah. it's clear. We're good, as far as it, I'm concerned. So here's it was the tested somewhere in the USA. Here's the here's the description. Powerful EMEMF protection. I think 
there's just already immediately a typo. E M E M F is not anything. I think the uh, electromagnetic, right? Is but the E M, right? But the E M F frequency, E M frequency. In the electro- in the name of the product, there's five G E M F radiation blocker, and now they're like E M E M F. They they goofed. I think right just, immediately. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so our product provides potent defense against adverse effects of 5G radiation. Each sticker is made from 21 select minerals and shungite to ensure effectiveness. (gasps) I don't know what a shungite is, but I'd like to Google it. Theo, I know what a shungite is. What's a shungite, Will? My aunt sells it. She sells shungite, does she? I was going to make a joke about this. (laughs) Now I can actually... There's... there's, Okay. My aunt, who lives in Florida, um, mm-hmm. of course she does. She was always a fun conspiracy theorist. Nice. Let me get that out of the way. She nice. was like, she wore three Wolf Moon shirts, like okay. unironically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I once went to her place, and she lives in one of those like flat suburbs in Florida. You know where it's like every house looks the same, and they right, have, like yeah, the yeah. perfect manicured. Her like she had a gated off like cement wall, and it was just a jungle that spread. <laughs> <laughs> And she was like, I have, she has a whole r- radio program where she spouts off conspiracy theories, which now the conspiracy theories are not great. No, they're just uh, QAnon probably now, they're right? They're QAnon, yeah. yeah. Um, but for the longest time, she, and still, she sells Shungite, which is pieces of a meteorite uh, that landed in Russia okay. that, uh, quote, it filters water without creating waste. Now, mm. Theo, mm-hmm. you've taken physics, presumably. Mm-hmm. Conservation of mass is a is a pretty hard and fast rule of right of if, physics. If, if you're pulling something out of the water that you are filtering, presumably it is going somewhere. It gets gunked up in the carbon, gets gunked up somewhere. Correct, goes somewhere. She doesn't go past that. She just says no. it, and and now it has ma- and it has magical touch properties. The, wouldn't want to touch the science of it. She is like she apparently like put it by a beehive, and they accepted it into their hive. And she's like, they barely do that. They never do that. <laughs> how do you and know? <laughs> how do you know? I don't. Find, and she's like magical properties. It make they make the best honey that cures things. And I'm like, that's, that's bullshit. That's nonsense. And, and she wants to tell me a story. And she the. She told us that the beekeeper, he's like, yeah, I could sell this for like, I don't know, $20. Like that's, that's even a high markup. And she's like, no, add a zero to that. And in her story, you know, when you like break the surface and like, there's a moment she broke the surface of like, and cause she was like, and then he looked at me and he said, what? What? <laughs> and then she was like, and then I stopped working with him. <laughs> and you're like, like, no, you took the wrong message from that from that guy. Yeah, it's exactly she like she did. She has in the story him being like, "What the fuck what? are you talking about?" Um, and now so shungite is apparently it filters water. That's what shung. It's magic. It's, it's a magic, magic rock. Okay, it's magic so, meteor rock. All right, so good that shungite is in this protection thing because, as far as I know, it it functions off of magic as well. So magic. good to know it's there. Uh, U.S. tested and certified. Our anti-radiation phone stickers are backed by a number of clinical reports and laboratory certification. It has also been tested and certified in the United States. Um, link me, bro. Please link me these. Literally, yeah, literally no. Like, oh, it, it was in this this scientific journal. No, it wasn't. So, so here's, a, here's another little blurb from them. Worried about the harmful effects of EMF or EMR and the newest 5G network? These days, devices are invaluable. 
We use them daily out of necessity. However, common electronics emit radiation that is harmful for the human body, with 5G being even more concerning. This has become a source of worry for many people, and rightfully so. The prevalence of radiation-emitting devices has been known to cause negative effects on health. However, using technology should not entail sacrificing our well-being. Thankfully, our 5G protective shield does an excellent job at harmonizing this harmful radiation. Excuse me. What does harmonizing radiation mean? I we lo- harmonize. So, okay, to get that pitch with me, radiation. Fundamentally, I don't think they understand what radiation is. No, not at all. It's scary. It's what uh, comes out of nuclear reactors. I and also, kills you. I also like that in this little description, they don't, they don't specify why five G is concerning. Or they don't, in any specific terms, say what negative health effects it would have, right? They just say, it's concerning. It has been known. Yeah. They, <laughs> it is every, It is known. They're it like is the known. Right. It is known, right? It says, our anti-radiation stickers are tested and certified to shield 93.33% of EMR to protect you and your loved ones from the harmful effects of EMR. W- where did that number come from? No, Nowhere. That's a that's a smart person number. It has a decimal. <laughs> the five G shield harmonizes radiation and reduces heating of your cell phone by up to eighty percent. Not no, only what? may this reduce the risk of ear related injuries, it also helps improve your batteries, your device's battery life and retention ear? time. Ear re- oh, there's so much to break down there. Ear related injuries? How many people are like, my ear's getting hot? Yo, it's getting hot. <laughs> like it's built my ear. If your ear is getting that hot, like just. Hold the phone away from yeah. your head a little bit, maybe? They have speakerphone. That's an option. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite part. It says, gain a deeper understanding of our product here. And then there's a colon. And then there's nothing after the colon. <laughs> <laughs> as if, know. As if they know that it's bullshit and they have nothing to back it up. They're they're the equivalent of Trump's lawyers when he was trying to get all the the <laughs> votes repealed or whatever. He's just like, "There's evidence of voter fraud," and they're like, "Where's the evidence?" And so they're, they're like, like, "Here, look at it here. Ugh. Like you haven't shown me anything. This is an empty folder. <laughs> this is an yeah. empty folder. You thought by just having a folder on your desktop, it would be full of something. I it's didn't not. think you would check it. I didn't think you would check it. Here's the important information section. Legal disclaimer. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> This shield will not block radiation. It harmonizes radiation <laughs> frequency to protect against the harmful EMF. Oh, this, fuck you. <laughs> if this device blocked radiation, your device would not work. Yes, because oh. y- your phone works by being an antenna. Like Yes. <laughs> you can't block the signal going into your phone. It wouldn't work. It's... I... <sighs> They know it's like when you read the fine print on something that's like it's like peanut butter, but it's not made of with actual right. peanuts, and it's called like peanut spread. Bread is bread, like, right, right, right. Because they can't like say that right. it's actual exactly. peanut butter. It says this is not a medical device and is not intended to diagnose, cure, or treat any illness. It's not you. Ju- you ju- you, <laughs> you just, just you just said it would help me with other health conditions. You literally just said that the other sentence. Uh, do they ex- do they want people to read up to that point and they go, don't tell me anymore. I'm good. 
they, I'm going to buy your product. Hey, their product, their primary market probably didn't read any of this. They probably heard about it on the news and went and bought yeah. one without reading. Oh God. What's the, what's the overall star rating here? Four out of five, right. which is <laughs> so shocking. Pretty good. Pretty so good. I, I have a couple of reviews here mm-hmm. from N. Whitson. I wish there was a way for me to test and show results of this product, but I cannot. I do t- <laughs> I do trust that these work, though, and I am okay. really grateful to have this product available. It is like a peel-off sticker, though it is a little thicker. It goes on the back of your phone and is easily hidden under the case 5 out of 5. So Good what you're telling me is that on blind faith, you are yes. trusting that this works. Yeah. That's good science right there. That's good science right there. I really I really love when they were like, we got the COVID vaccine. We didn't test it, but we're pretty sure that it's good. <laughs> it's good. Just inject it yourself. <laughs> it's fine. Grace says, tested it out before and after attaching to my cell phone. Blanked out the window radiation. Thank you. Been checking our electric blankets and TV. Interesting to know we are getting radiated, but in minor doses. I do I do have someone to compare this to. He I, wore this is full of spelling mistakes. I'm sorry I'm stumbling over this. No, it's fine. I do have someone to compare this to. He wore a, dosom, a dosimeter for years and ended up dying of radiation poisoning. Worked what? worked for the government before dosimeters were invented. I know a little more than the average person about radiation poisoning. Not an easy way to die. 5 out of 5. <laughs> I'm dosimeter. Those are a real radiation thing. Radiation monitoring badges. Those are those are a real thing. Like like yes. If you were working in an X-ray lab, you might have one of these to see how irradiated you are getting from the machines. Correct. But this this it, is this is nothing. It is funny that it it kind of informs the story that this person was wearing a dosimeter at all times, and they're like, "I could tell you that I'm irradiated. <laughs> I work for the government." Like, <laughs> just like she's like, "Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good." Like, get this for my phone. Get, <laughs> get out. We're getting small pieces of radiation all the time from yeah, my from, from my the electric sun. blanket. Like, from my <laughs> electric, like from the microwave. Yes, we get a lot of radiation from things. It's not enough to kill you. Yes. And then this final review is from an, from someone who is uh, obviously being satirical. From Patriot. This product saved my life. My wife and children have been brainwashed by the 5G brainwaves. I bought this product and secretly put pieces of it in some chili I made. This block... <laughs> This blocking those socialist 5G waves from their inside parts. Before too long, they the brainwashing wore off, and they were finally able to realize that Lion Biden sold the election and that Trump Holy. is going to be the president in 2021. Not only that, but because the demo the Democrats investigated him, he deserves 40 more years. Yes, I said it, 40 more. It's the only American thing to do. I suggest you buy a bunch of these stickers and convince your family to eat them. As as well it's the only way to save good old-fashioned christian values from the evils of rational thought tolerance and parody. the gays this is a parody yes, it can't it exist is. four out of five stars holy shit <laughs> <laughs> only four. Four i would have given it a five out of five except we had to poop it out too. Yeah. <laughs> except for my chili didn't turn out quite as good as i wanted I like that this person is like, everybody else is brainwashed 40 more years for Trump. I made them eat this. They sound like they're having like a psychotic episode. Yes, they are. 
Honey, this chili's a little chunkier than normal. <laughs> Just eat it and shut up. You'll agree with me in a couple hours. <laughs> Fucking, he's mind controlling them. What? What a crockish! <laughs> what a crockpot full of chili shit. <laughs> this has been my segment, conspiracy products. I hope to bring you back into this world again because I think this was wildly entertaining. I I love conspiracy stuff. Once again, conspiracy has not been fun lately. That no, was has very it. fun. This was goofy. But from current news to an old tale, <gasps> we go to Wikipedia historian. Ooh. I'm going to tell you the tale of the Dancing Plague of 1518. Hmm. The Dancing Plague. The Dancing Plague of 1518. <coughs> this is, uh, I am sourcing the information from a Guardian article called The Bizarre, Bizarre Dance Epidemic of Summer 1518 in Strasbourg. Uh, I also use a publicdomainreview.org essay about the Dancing Plague of 1518. A lot of articles about this are just kind of like three paragraphs. They're like, this happened... And then this happened, and then they fixed it. All right. Like the and so like I found the ones that I'm like this is actually go goes into depth okay. at least a little bit. It started with just a few people dancing outdoors in the summer heat, arms flailing, bodies swaying, and clothes soaked with sweat. They danced through the night and into the next day, seldom stopping to eat or drink, and seemingly oblivious to the mounting fatigue and the pain of bruised feet. They were still going days later. By the time the authorities intervened, hundreds more were dancing in the same frenetic fashion. But this was not one of those 80s raves that began in a remote lay-by and ended in a muddy field. That's very specific. That's okay, okay. author. Yeah, author. <laughs> Rather, it's one of the oddest epidemics in, uh, to be recorded in world history. And it happened 500 years ago this summer. It was written in 2018 um, in the French city of Strasbourg. It was there over the course of three roasting hot months in 1518 that several hundred people developed a compulsion to dance. Hmm. The, da the dancing went on and on until, to the horror of the crowds who gathered to watch, some of them collapsed and perished on the spot. Just what was happening? Spooky. Spooky. According to an account written in the 1530s by the irascible but brilliant uh, physician Paracelsus, uh, the, quote, dancing plague of Strasbourg began in mid-July 1518 when a lone woman stepped out of her house and jigged for several days on end. <laughs> Within a week, <laughs> dozens more had been seized by the same irresistible urge. Uh, the rich burghers who ran the city were not amused. One of them, writer Sebastian Brandt, uh, had developed a chapter of his moralizing bestseller, Ship of Fools, to the Folly of Dance. So that's just kind of some context around it. Mm -hmm. This is a weird dance. Like, they also say that dancing was like a big part of this town, but they, apparently they don't. I don't know what kind of dirty. No. Is it dirty dancing? Sure. That is. Uh, no. Wait, what's this? What's the movie it's, with with uh, Kevin footloose. Bacon? It's footloose. footloose. It's Footloose. I don't know what's up with this Footloose town, but um, mystified by the chaos in the streets, he and his fellow city councilors consulted local doctors who, in keeping with the standard medical wisdom, declared the dancing to be 
the result of, quote, overheated blood on the brain. Mm. <laughs> they got some hot blood. They got some hot blood, baby. They got some hot blood. They got to start a dancing. The counselors implemented what they felt was the appropriate treatment. More dancing. Mm. They, they ordered the clearing of an open-air grain market, commandeered guild halls, and erected a stage next to the horse fair. I would love to have a horse fair. That's just like there sounds, sounds constantly. Oh, I'd love I it. I only ride horses now. <laughs> <laughs> to those locate to these locations, they escorted the crazed dancers in the belief that by maintaining frantic motion, they would shake off the sickness. The burgers even hired pipers and drummers and paid quote strongmen to keep the afflicted upright by clutching their bodies as they whirled and swayed. Imagine. So we got like a gig. To play the same song on repeat for as long as it takes. For uh, sick. Th- did they say when we get to go home? No, they specifically said you don't get to go home until we say so. <laughs> also, you might start dancing, and it's not fun. It's like this not, is like, but not a good dance, like a bad crowd kind of like I don't know what's going on kind of dance. <laughs> you guys are great. We're gonna take a break. So it's like I wish I could. I wish I could. They're just zombies. They're just they. They describe like a a fo- like staring off into the distance look to these people's faces it sounds, as they sway. If, if I saw this, I genuinely would be disturbed and and try to get out of there. Well, they say it's it looks like just like over, if you were at a distance, you're like, oh, there's a fun fair there that they're having, and then you get close and you just see like zombie eyes as oh, people God. are like bleeding from the feet, and they're oh, like, God. oh, um, well, men hold them up. Uh, those in the green market and horse fair kept dancing under the full glare of the summer sun in a scene as demonically outlandish as anything imagined by Hieronymus Bosch. Thanks for editorializing here. Yep. A poem in the city archives explained what happens next. Quote, in their madness, people kept up their dancing until they fell unconscious and many died. That's a great poem. I love that. Mm. It's like Robert Frost. The council sensed it had. <laughs> the council had sensed it had made us mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the council's like, I think we done fucked up. So I think we, we goofed. So we just kind of said to keep dancing. They've been dancing for months now. Nobody seems to stop dancing. Maybe we kind of fucked this one up. They're Maybe kind of we fucked it up. You know, I. You don't treat a fever by putting somebody in a sauna. I don't think. <laughs> Deciding the dancers were suffering from holy wrath rather than sizzling brains, they opted for a period of enforced penance and banned music and dancing in public. So it is footloose now. Mm -hmm. Finally, the dancers were taken to a shrine dedicated to St. Vitus, located in Musty Grotto in the hills above the nearby town of Severn, uh, where their bloodied feet were placed into red shoes and they were led around a wooden figurine of the saint. In the following weeks, say the Chronicles, many ceased their wild movements. The epidemic had come to an end. So now, Theo, the question is, what the fuck happened? What the fuck happened here? So there's many theories that I will... I, I, the Guardian article like talks way too much and doesn't get to the point. So I've just compiled the best yeah, theories. Yeah, lay a few on me. Uh, the first one is actually one that's pretty scientific. Uh, ergotism. Which is they thought that the townsfolk had ingested a toxic mold that infects like grain called ergot, 
which produces effects similar to LSD. Yeah, I was going to say something like eating something nasty, like catching yeah. a weird mad cow disease kind of thing that like fucks with you. They they use this they use this to explain like the Salem witch trials too. Hmm. Uh how this may be affected like and created mass hysteria. Right. However, uh this would have worn off within 24 hours and wouldn't explain like days and days hmm. of dancing. Uh theory number 2, getting back at their husbands. <laughs> this is some, a, this is a legitimate theory that some people are proposing here. That some people say that the first dancer, Fra Trophias, <laughs> uh, marathon jig was a ploy to embarrass her husband, Hertrophia, in order <laughs> to make. I told you no dance in this house. That's it. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, how can I fuck with people? Like his, I I could say I'm sick, but then I sit in bed. That's no fun. That's I don't no know why fun. she said I, need, I, need this I don't. I could just, uh, I could go out and I could dance. Maybe that would be good. Uh, that would f- really fuck with them. They said, quote, in order to make the deception as perfect as possible, like there's a fucking plan. Like she's mm-hmm. Ocean's like she really Eleven. Thought, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and really give the impression of illness. She hopped and sang, which was all more tasteful to her husband. Upon seeing the success of the trick, other women began dancing to annoy their husbands too, powered on by, quote, free, lewd, and impertinent thoughts. So fucking just woodstocking it up. <laughs> they've got they've they've banked so many lewd thoughts that they kept they've been able to keep going for three days because they've had so many bottling bottling up this whole time. The, I mean, and then I guess it would just spread by like mass hysteria, but that like that's the whole point is it's like how the fuck does it spread? Maybe that's how it started. Probably not. Not to the um, point of people bleeding out of their feet. This one's the the one I found the least information on. Uh, religious subversives. They said a cult came into town and started dancing to stir up panic or like do a ritual. They don't weren't specific. Okay. That that one's kind of like yeah. That's that's some fun thoughts. This one is the what I think is the most likely. Uh, it is a combination of conditions of the time combined with a predisposition to think that this could happen. Um, mm. Social and re- religious conflicts, terrifying new diseases, including syphilis, uh, harvest failures, and spiking wheat prices caused a widespread misery. Hmm. A chronicle described 1517 with the poignant brevity as a quote bad year. <laughs> Thank you. I can 2020, yeah, I can 2020 a, a bad, bad year. year. The following summer, orphanages, hospitals, and shelters were overflowing with the desperate. Uh, these were ideal conditions for some of the city's needy to imagine that God was ve- was angry with them, and Saint Vitus, the saint responsible for dancing among other things, had cursed them. This was not the first time that this has happened also along the Rhine River, uh, as others had blamed St. Vitus earlier um, for other dancing plagues, which created a precedent. So this is not the first time that this has happened. Mm. So so conditions of just a bad year combined with maybe it's God punishing us. People have danced before because of this. Boom. Perfect condition to create mass hysteria. Um, as weird penance and then the only reason that they got out of it is they went to a shrine of saint vitus um so maybe that's like oh penance to saint vitus right hey stop stop making this dance yeah uh it's all psychological i think um but it's a very it's 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 funny yet tragic it's It's weird it's definitely weird the concept is fun 
of a dancing. You go dancing plague. That's fun. And then it's like, oh no, Whoa. dancing. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah. So, anyway, that is that's a that's a story. Some say that equestrian is is horse dancing. I only do horses now. <laughs> <laughs> and we only do endings now because we're at the end of the podcast. Mm. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our show segment city if you enjoyed the show leave us a star rating leave us a review we love seeing them you could also email us at segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com hit up our twitter at segment city our youtube segment city uh and we gotta give a big shout out to our good friend we do we do have to give a big shout out and i'm the boy who does the shout outs yeah i'm the one who does the shout outs and i'm shouting out rachel robinson Thank you, Rachel, for doing our intro music. She's wonderful. She had a birthday recently. Happy birthday, Rachel. Oh, happy birthday, Rachel. This is probably like way out of I date at that. this point. So Yeah, it's like a few weeks after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get a, a, um, but yes, thank you, Rachel. I, I think it's funny that I always feel like you're buying times for you to remember what you have to say. No, you know, you're I like, always, I always, Rachel? Rachel? I always try to, I'm, I'm buying time to decide if I want to push back against trying to make you do it or if I'm just oh, going to accept my fate. If you're going to make a goof about yeah. it. If you say it was the, the energy of a teenager that's made to do a single chore. Um, like, wash um, one dish, please. I do all the other dishes. You have one that you But this do. is the biggest dish. I know, because I did every other dish. There were 30 oh, other dishes. I hate dishes. You know I hate dishes. Can't believe that. I didn't get that abortion. Anyway. As Rebellion, I'm going to go dance in the street. Don't do that. Don't- <laughs> no, he's raving. He's raving now. I got to go to his house. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Oh, I got it too. And now I was about to close the.